off the bat. Macho Man. <laughs> Sweat Equity Podcast streaming show number one comedy business podcast. <laughs> you said it, Ric Flair. You said it. All wrestling today. All wrestlers. I don't. I'm gonna run out of wrestlers pretty soon. I, I can't reference a lot. Rick Rude. <laughs> that one sounds made up. I Jake you, the Snake Roberts. I remember him. You, yeah, but you have to do the impression, dude. Oh, I don't know. I don't know oh, that. you chickened out. No, it's not that. I just I'm just naming wrestlers. I didn't think I'd have to do an impression. Also. Yeah, you have to. My you, bad. My bad. You can be Miss Elizabeth. Listen on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, what? your mom's Walkman. Miss Elizabeth, that was Macho Man's girl. I don't know. I know that. Okay. Uh, you know, I have a lot of copy on this, and I'm not going to read it because it's, it's pretty long. But if you need a website, you should go to Squarespace through our link in the description of this episode. Squarespace is awesome. Uh, don't go to Wix. Don't go to Weebly. Don't go to WordPress. You're just you're wasting your time. Yeah. Go over to Squarespace. They got the analytics that are easy to read, easy to check out. They got easy prompts. You can make your website the way you want it. No templates anymore. They got that fluid engine design. Mm-hmm. Everything's on a messing gr- with it the other day. Everything's on a grid, like old school uh, math grid paper. Yes. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. make it how you want. Don't be confined to templates. And if you want, I, I get this a lot, It's Squarespace is limiting. No, it's not. No, it's not. You can do custom code. You can do whatever you want. It indexes for you. You don't have to go through the stuff you have to do with WordPress. Uh, Hit up a free trial. Helps us out. Helps you out by hitting the link in the episode description. And be our BFF. Subscribe to the pod. Rate it five stars. And share it with a human being you know. Ready? Or an AI. Ready to get, ready to get going. Oh. Honey, Johnny. It's called sweat equity. Listening to the Sweat Equity Podcast. Can you hear that noise? Yeah. What? You, you can hear it? Your dad noises? I'm doing my Kegels, dude. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's what that tiny fart sound was. Mm-hmm. Kegel for life. What um AI. I've I've been there's been a lot of talk about AI, like there has. way too much. I know. Shut up about it. Well not you. We have to talk about it. I mean, what you were just right before we started. You said you read something on Reddit uh, about yeah, game changing AI. That now I gotta repeat it because it was. I'll let dude, you. I pulled it think, out of my ass the first. Think time. for a second. I'll, I'll, so this episode we don't have a guest. I, I wanted to theme it as uh, grab bag. Well, a little grab bag, but problem solving really. Mm. And full disclosure, I want to be able to cut out clips to be able to use to market. Tokubaga, the best agency advisory oh, right. in the world. Um, so we'll get to that in a little bit. So you have vamp for you? you <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess. Um, what I was telling you about was uh, some scientists. It's always scientists. You came up time. with. Uh, <laughs> <gasps> I'm so nervous. Well, if anybody's <gasps> watching this on video, no, I've, got, I, I I've got our new merch. It'll be on the store on sweatequitypod.com. Yeah, you don't got a vamp for me. I'm just, it's tough to explain, but it's basically um, they figured out how to customize proteins that can be um, injected into a human that are 
custom to your body um, that can solve basically any problem that your body might have because the AI writes it specifically for you. It's not a drug. It's a protein. Like it's, I, w- I was telling you that like if we take ibuprofen, like everybody takes the same ibuprofen, you right. know, so it works differently on people. Like Tylenol doesn't work on me. I don't. I get a headache, and Tylenol does shit. The painkillers don't really work on me, right? And I, well, that's from the years of abuse. But uh, I did use them a lot in high school. <laughs> but not back when football was still football. No, 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 no. My friends uh, would have uh, like football players on the team. My buddies. Mm-hmm. Um, one one of my best friends got like ACL surgeries all the time, like <laughs> on purpose to get the script. No, no, no. This is before it became cool. <laughs> uh, no, but he would he'd have all these surgeries, offensive linemen, and he'd be like, "Do you want some of these?" I'd be like, "In, okay. in class," and you're like, "Yeah, I'm, I'm bored." Yeah, an all boys Catholic school. Yes, yeah. anything to get through this day. Right. Uh, and then a third friend of ours had a dad, I think that was a doctor or something like that. And he always had some on hand. Mm. Yeah. That sounds shady. And, uh, they kind of worked, but the euphoric feeling everybody else gets, I don't get it. And then I think I took one later in my twenties and I was like, I like legit needed it and didn't, didn't do anything. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I found out there's people that it just doesn't, doesn't work for. Yeah. I mean, I, I get the pain killing part. Thank you. The Christ. other, like when people aren't in pain, you know, that's a lot of people are in pain who are addicted to painkillers too. That's the fucked up part. Dude. Like that's all he got. Well, it doesn't, that's the problem. It, it doesn't squash it. It just, right. It's buys just, you time. It, it's just telling you you're fine when you're not. Right. Um, and then you don't go work on whatever it is. But basically the AI thing was like, you and I are going to have full heads of hair in a couple of years. Uh, you know, whatever your problem is, they can basically uh, just give it a prompt. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, I'm going to guess you have to have some kind of blood sample on your end to give it, you know, to, to give it parameters. Yeah. Is it like I got a, is it like in my head, it's like a, a glory hole and you. That's like, exactly what I was thinking. With too. a flashlight yes, in definitely. it. Definitely. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. You you explain think the theory a, think that a, we both had. Think of a glory hole with a flashlight on the other side, so there's nothing weird, and it gets your protein. Uh-huh. That. No. Oh, that's how you just want to. Uh, I don't know. Harvest. It's a, it's a way. I'm not. I'm not into healthcare. You know. Yeah, I don't think it's like glory hole. I think it'll be very uh, scientific and probably use a needle or something but to now, inject it. Now I think about that idea. <laughs> I'm surprised that hasn't been uh, yeah. utilized a lot. Oh, uh, could a lot I receive of, it uh, glory hole-ily? Well, no, it has to glory hole, but it has to have a flashlight on the other side. So it's nothing weird. Don't right. be don't be a Puritan, dude. I know, but how you know, that's the whole thing of a glory hole is you don't you what if it's not a flashlight, you know? That is the real grab bag. Right. That that's that is the dumb dumb mystery pop. Right, the real mystery box. Yeah, uh, with no probably no boxes if you're showing up to a random glory hole. Right, and if you're putting your dick in a glory hole, you don't care. You're you're living a life that's you know. It's, it's no rules. That's real gut check time. Right. <laughs> you you really need to uh, do like a Rocky Four look in the mirror <laughs> moment. Yeah, train in the Russian Arctic for months before you stick your dick in there. Find a picture of someone you hate, uh, like Trump, if uh, you're a, a snowflake, as they say. Uh, what? 
and just crumple it. Trump into this. I don't know. I'm trying to think of a villain people people hate. So they, why do you need that? Oh, Rocky Ford. while you're training. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. thought you meant at the glory hole. I was like, that's not going to do. I mean, that help. could go the other way. There's people that are very MAGA. I guess so. Yeah, MAGA hags. Oh. Um. Yeah, I, the AI. I, I've had. I don't like the stress around it from everybody. What kind of stress are you talking about? That they're going to take our job stress? The conversations I've been having with people about AI, it, 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 it has a certain anxiety around it, like mm-hmm. kind of like the election or mm-hmm. like COVID lockdown time. Like it, it carries this weight to it. Okay. Like uh, we're not going to have jobs in the future. Like a lot of jobs are going to get eliminated. I doubt. I don't think this stuff's going to happen nearly as fast as people think. I just saw a thing on Reddit of Joe Russo who directed the, uh, I don't know which Marvel comic movies he Him directed. Him and his brother did the Endgame and yeah. Infinity War so and like a big some deal. episodes of Community. He said within two years that AI will be writing movies and producing them on their own. Oh, you can, I mean, you can ask it to write you a script for something. No, I'm talking about like actual film, like... The video itself. Oh, look. Our, our Plug my avatar in there. I want to have a, a, a romantic comedy with Law Smith. Yeah. You know, and it'll come up with something. So I hear, uh, so I'll give an example entertainment wise. Everybody's like, well, AI can write jokes. Yeah. And yeah, if you've asked it to write a joke, it, it gets like, it gets the pieces of it, gets all the elements, but it's, it's not good. Huh. Right? There's nuance to it. Plus, there's timing. And and maybe it'll be figured out. Our kids' grandchildren are kind of fucked, maybe. But, right. Um, but Well, stand-up comedy, I think, is one bastion of hope. You know, no matter what, you're not going to be able to uh, construe the emotion behind what you're talking about, the experience of it, you know. There's just you can read a joke from a joke book, but it's not the same as seeing somebody perform it. Yeah, yeah, and there's nuance. There's I I purposely like to make it conversational, so it's a little different. You know, um, it's different than just going up and doing one-liners, which sure. it, it could probably write one-liners. You know, but, oh, I'm sure it could, but it doesn't get the twist. It doesn't get. It's a magic trick, and if you see it coming, it's not going to be yeah. good. And I don't. But maybe it'll get there. But it'll get there. So we're in the Moore's Law era. The era. More? More? Freudian slip. Error. Yeah. Moore's Law era. Era. <laughs> the era. All right. Let's try that what? Um, well, Moore's Law is saying that technology exponentially um, advances while we, we're staying kind of right. not as advanced. So. Who knows? Who knows if maybe uh, old civilizations back 5,000 years already had this and they got wiped out. Yeah, that's a whole other topic. Yeah, tell us that. Anyway. Oh, I, yeah, exactly. Well, we should try and see if it figures that out. I mean, were de- the pyramids built? We're definitely going to use AI to write a book. That's for sure. Oh, yeah. So the... Um, don't put that... We, we don't want everybody doing it, though. We got to do it first. We push it out, put if, our names you, on it. If you played around with chat GPT... It, it gets you. It gets you a spark. It doesn't get you everything. It's not now. And then some nerd will come in and go like, "Well, you got to prompt it correctly." And it's like, "Yeah, I've done, I've I've looked into it. I've done the correct prompts to 
try to get copy. Copy's fine. Like, you, but it reads like a foreign exchange student. Yeah. Like, it's not there. Like, I'll do it. Like, I'll be like, do it in the tone of, I don't know. Hello, sir. You need podcast promote? Do, do yeah do no thanks AI yeah that's Not uh, enough of that shit um it, yeah it, it sounds like those bad LinkedIn messages we get yep uh, from guys in India and it's it's almost there but it's not there hey let me ask you something the guys that hit you up for the podcast promote do they all have MD yeah at the start of their name what they're is doctors that? <laughs> are they trying to fool medical us doctor? that they're medical doctors is that what they're doing um, MD capital M lowercase D you know that's something that maybe that's like Mister in India. Uh, I'll look it up. Uh, I mean, I've gotten a bunch. MD Indian name <laughs> means Muhammad. Uh, okay. So everybody's named Muhammad. Yeah, I think so. I think it's the most popular name in the world. For real? Yeah. I thought. Okay. Well, you're googling stuff. Google it. No, I don't want to anymore. Okay. Sweet, I win. I'm right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, AI. Uh, it so. A friend of ours kind of put this in context that made a lot of sense, um, and you know you would have you would have heard it if you went to this dinner party we we had, um, yeah, that you didn't go to. Mm-hmm. And he he probably will listen to this and not be happy with me bringing it up. But well, uh, I'm not happy with you bringing it up. He said something uh, profound that I want to know if he made it up or not. But he's saying. You know, chat GPT is, we were talking about how it doesn't get you everything. It, you, you can prompt it. You can kind of narrow it down to get what you want. But he's like, he said, it is what the calculator was, you know, uh, when that started coming out, right? Mm. So calculators in school couldn't have it. And then uh, in one one school year, you had to get a calculator. Got to get that TI eighty three. That's what I said. Uh, you got to play drug wars, <laughs> right? Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, start with the lewds. And, yeah, and so um, you know, I thought that was pr- that's the best way to put it. Like a calculator d- isn't going to solve the whole problem for you, but it's going to get you kind of faster. Yeah, more accurate. The calculator also wasn't learning from itself. No, but you I'm know. saying it's a it's a, it's apt a metaphor. It's a, yeah. I do think is this is a little bit more uh, intense. I don't know how how to put it, but like I think uh, the calculator had its limits, has its limits. Yeah, and this has its limits. I'm just saying it's not exact one to one. Don't don't yeah. <laughs> don't metaphor. Hey, to go to that dinner party? <laughs> no, yeah, I think you're just sour because you missed it. Um, but we, uh, what's it called? You know, it was one of those things. It's about problem solving. Nice. Yes. Transition. Good. And, and you said that earlier. Yeah. That we wanted to do problem solving, and now you're repeating it. Well. That's good. We never prep, except for this time. I was like, let's let's uh, let's do some of the old hits. But I, I want to hear about, you were talking about Data Axle. I don't even know what that is. Oh, that's just a good resource for people if they're looking to get lists of, it does B2C and B2B. Really? Yeah. For an example, just out of nowhere. If you have a, a dentistry office, mm-hmm. and uh, let's say you have dental offices that are general dentists, and then you have a specialty practice that you want to get other general dentists to refer to you, you can go on Data Axle 
pull a list of all the general dentists within a whatever radius mm-hmm. with as much information as you can get, like, you know, phone numbers, addresses, all that stuff. I don't know how much more it does than that. How much is it? Um, I think it was like 50 bucks, a m- 50 bucks for like 100,000 long list or something like $50 will get you what you need. That was the B2B and the B2C one was only 25. Wait, say that again. Sorry. I was reading that. The How much is it? 50 for a B2B list. How 25 long? for How long's the list? What are like, we talking? Like 10,000. What? Yeah. No, it's legit. Oh, I'm going to have to use this. Yeah, no, that's why I brought it up. Wow. Yeah, it's um I got to have you, have I say that I haven't gotten a list from it yet. It might be dog shit. But right. It's I was a good place say, to you, start. Did you scrub it yet? No. Well, that but that's still better than any rate I've heard of. Right. Um, that's what I was like. I was thinking, oh, this is gonna be twelve hundred dollars a month or something crazy. It wasn't. And I think it's a one off. You don't have to have like a subscription. Oh, and speaking of reliable, relevant data, going back to Chat GPT, it only gives you up to twenty twenty one as far as like info. I think. ChatGPT does? Yeah. Interesting. So that's something people forget that part when they're playing around with it. Right. So if you're trying to find something like rel- like very relevant, very new topic, you mm-hmm. know, trending, it might not give you that correct answer. Hmm. Writing copy, I, great. I also think it does Google stuff for you, you know, lots of times. Well, it's, it's basically like a lot. I bet ninety percent of the questions that people are asking Chat GPT are a Google search. Oh yeah, I mean, my belief is it will take it will take a big chunk of Google's organic search because it actually, I mean, goddamn, how many things do you Google now? And it's just garbage. It's just shit. It's just SEO bullshit. Yeah. And you're like, uh, it's hit a saturation point because they're ninety. Four ninety six percent of all organic search is between Google and YouTube, mm-hmm. and like f- trying to find something that's not that hard to find on Google, right. but it's fucking suppressed by a bunch of SEO garbage. Convoluted. Yeah, it's 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 hit its peak, and you know everyone's like, <clears throat> you know, Bing's a piece of shit. Well, guess who put a billion dollars into OpenAI? It's Microsoft, so right. they're going to take a big market share. Is my prediction. You heard it here first. Lock of the game. Okay. Game of the week. Mark it down. Um, that's interesting. Yeah, data's interesting. Um, I'd say the big problem with a lot of a lot of businesses for Legion is they don't know. Right. They don't know what they're looking for. They don't know. No. Well, no. Uh, I a lot. So this is the big. I've been thinking a lot about Legion as a just overall thing. Is I was like every situation I come into. I think about this. What's what's felt and what's actual, right? That's a lot of marketing overall. Uh-huh. Uh, I get feelings told to me. Like if I'm asking about a business and they're like, well, you know, we got X locations, we have X amount of employees, that's fine. That's that's pretty standard. But I'm like, who who are your customers? Who do you go after? And they go, I feel like it's like this. Yeah. And you're like, oh boy. Okay, you don't even know that yet. And so I feel like a, a lot of the problem with Legion for a lot of people, a lot of businesses, is they don't know who their audience is. Yeah. The, the ideal customer. Yeah, start there. Avatar. That, that's the easiest thing to do is go, who would be your best, best 
customer, client, patient, whatever it is, right? Start there. And most of them can't even get out of the bias they have in their head mm-hmm. from who they think it is. Yeah. Right? Yeah, they don't want to be proven wrong. Uh, well, so, yeah, the solution is to really think, who's the ideal client? Who's the ideal customer? Who's the ideal patient? And you start there, then you break it down. But just because you've been running for a while, right, and you're doing okay, the, it doesn't mean you, you don't step back and look at who that is. Right. And it's the person that's going to generate the most revenue over a lifetime. It's not the person you want to hang out with the most. Or the easy, yeah, the easiest to close a sale, but it's not going to be the highest sale. Right? Like, for instance, if, oh, no, I, yeah. if you're a restaurant, you're saying you should be to going, be able to get in droves yeah, that person. If you're a restaurant that does catering, catering's your big ticket thing, right? Mm-hmm. But you're just relying on the customers at the restaurant yeah, to come in to and go, hungry. oh, I need a cater. I need, a cater. I need you all to cater. Yeah. It's like, that's not the best. You need to go out and get it. Now, you can accept those all you want, but like, you need to go, uh, who's event planners? Who's like uh, uh, PR people? You know, uh, promoters, event those kind managers, of things. Yeah. yeah. Weddings, all that kind of shit. So I feel like that's one big thing I've been thinking about a lot. It's just like, man, you really have to, and you have to do that kind of research on like, who, how many is in the market share? Yeah. Yeah. That's, I mean, your ideal customer might not be uh, as uh, populous as you hope. <laughs> you know? Did, did, you, did you die? Was I talking? Did you die in that what sense? What happened? Um, I think you're having a stroke, man. Am I? Is my face drooping? Um, here's another thing. With lead generation, um, especially in B2B, I would say, is they don't, they don't know. All right, hold on. Let me let me rephrase this. The biggest indicator for uh, a lot of B two B lead gen is knowing your cost per lead and cost per acquisition. And rarely do I have anybody who has a ballpark fucking idea what that is. If I have a business that's outside of marketing, um, you know, the marketing world, doing the services and that. I'll have fucking military-like callback on those numbers. Yeah, and they're not hard to figure out. You know, it's a big math problem, but take the time to do it, and it's there. Or if you don't know it, take all the leads. How many leads do you get this year? Right. Say it's 100. You know, uh, uh, then take your whole annualized marketing budget. Mm -hmm. Divide that big number by that little number. Right. You'll get your cost per lead. Then if you can break it down into... Conversions... Yeah, just if you blow can, your mind. what's your what's your close rate on that? Fifty percent. If you're a lawyer, probably ninety percent. Mm-hmm. Uh, because people don't shop around for attorneys for yeah. whatever reason. Um, I feel like people don't understand, and this is funnels in anything. You you could apply this to hiring funnel, which very underrated too. Uh, Big time. Well, we're fu- we're not good at the hiring process in this country. I don't know how it is in any other country, so I'm going to say in this country, hiring is wildly flawed. Yeah, it's cr- it's and like you can apply the same tactics to get customers as you can to find talent. 
And I don't know why people don't do this. This I'm about to like blow a gasket because yeah. it, it makes me mad. It's like, why don't you even think about the psychology of the person that you want? Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Because you, when you hire that wrong person, you know, I forget the data on the numbers on it, but the cost of, you know, turnover for somebody training somebody new, it's there. And it, it will cripple you without even you really knowing it because it's kind of a hidden number. A bad hire is negative 298% that's ROI. The number. Yeah. yeah. That's wild to me. That's wild that people will hear that and not go, maybe I need to look into this. Yeah. Or, um, or like I, a lot of, a lot of companies I've been in, it's, it's one of those things where they're doing well, so they don't pay attention to management. Yeah. And it's like, or there's like this urgent need. We got to get somebody in, you know, whatever. Last second. Yeah. I don't get that. Right. Like be proactive in that. Who would I want in this slot? Right. Um, and what kind of person is that? If you're doing your B2B lead generation correctly, you're getting titles, you're getting the company uh, size, you're getting the revenue, you're getting, if you're good, like I am, like you are, you're getting the psychology of that person. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Not easy, but, you know. Not easy, but like, you know, but the, the thing that's crazy is you'll do more work kind of limping in. You yeah, know? if you want to keep paying for Indeed every month, you want to keep having to spend an hour interviewing somebody who's not going to work out, you know, all that stuff. Those are the hidden numbers. Yeah, I, I just think it's, and the, just the whole process of going through interviews where they, you do the same thing sometimes with four different executives. Right. <laughs> and then they don't call you back. Well, yeah, or like, uh, it's kind of like casting like I stopped doing commercial auditions, you know, when I was like 25, because I was like, hey, I don't want to be an actor, really. I just wanted money, because mm-hmm. you can make some bank if you had a national spot back then. Mm-hmm. That's the only reason I did it. But I was like, they know who they want before I walked in. Yeah, and it. This is all just a dog and pony show. Right. Yeah. Make you think you got a chance. The other thing is reporting. This is my big problem with a lot of. We're not good at statistics as a whole. Huh. Yeah. I mean, how many statistics do you hear where you're like, uh, like people don't know how to, people don't know how to assess risk, right? Sure. Statistically, right? Like, why don't you tell us how? Man, I, I want to get James Sirowicki on this podcast. Okay. Uh, he's, he's a statistician um, that I saw speak a couple, like 15 years ago, but the, the wisdom of crowds, like, Overall, the crowds will predict if you ask a thousand people. I think he gave this. I think I've talked about this before. He gave like a, a jelly bean jar. How many jelly beans are in that? Yeah. And then you take everybody's entry, a thousand people's entry, and it'll be pretty goddamn close. Like if you take them all and average it out? Yeah. Um, maybe you have to do some standard deviation. Yeah. I'm talking sexy now. Mm. Um, but like. Uh, Assessing risk, like moms are worried about old water in water bottles, water that's been in there since yesterday. Oh my God, don't drink that. Right. But not them texting in their shitty, like uh, Kia Sorento while driving with the kids in the back. (laughs) Yeah. Right. We don't really. Selective risk assessment. But in those scenarios, if you're the mom that does both, you look zero into what actual old water, whatever the fuck old water is, 
I've been told I have to put new water in the water bottle of uh, my kid's <laughs> thermos. That's a whole thing. No, I'm that's just saying, I'm pulling an example. Um, and it wasn't from his mom. It was from, like, the school. Ow. <laughs> or another mom. The school's telling us what to do all the time. I appreciate you thinking I needed to tread lightly there. No, I'm talking about this is looking out for you. This is more than one. Oh, fudge. I, I doubt she hate, listens to this show anymore. Um, but it was, it's one of those things where it's like we don't prioritize correctly, but statistics like reporting. Let's just go back to business. P&Ls. No one really looks at a P&L and kind of breaks it down. I feel like it's just like we talked about with Fred, uh, Fred Carey last week. No one has a business plan. Right. These basic, like, really basic things, but reporting in our world and marketing, it's like ROI. That's it. Yeah. At the end of the day, that's all. Are we getting more weight, uh, multiple exponential compounding ROI with this strategy we're doing and executing on it? Yeah. I mean, it's something I keep track of every month, plugging in those numbers. What do we spend? What do we make? You know, spit that back out. That's important to know. And then if you want to do some kind of like uh, nautical beacons, something to know, benchmarks, you know you're on your way because, you know, you're going to do a lot of things if you're, if you're good at marketing. You're going to do omni-channel integrated marketing. I hate omni-channel. I, I hate know. that word. But you that gotta, just means you do more than one thing. You do Google ads and Facebook ads. Well, I was just talking to someone. I was trying to help someone out, and they were like, hey, they just want to hire you to do their PPC. And I go, this doesn't, no, I need access to the website. Uh, and he's not going to, at the end of the day, all he wants is leads. I can do PPC alone, but you're siloing me out and it's going to hurt my performance, which pisses me off. Exactly. Yeah. You know, I'm dealing with that shit. Yeah. I mean, it's like where it's just maddening where it's like, come on. Do you not understand? Like our lives are on the line here, you know, because it, it, because it's complicated to someone that doesn't really under marketing feels innate and it's not, um, it's just like managing people. People think they're a good manager and they haven't sniffed at looking at a fucking management book mm-hmm. or psychology, yeah. you know, um, or even pulled from their own experiences to internalize like how to manage people correctly. Right. How did you, what was your favorite manager? Like going on TikTok, looking up fucking cinnamon challenge or something, <laughs> whatever the fuck. Uh, so it's one of this and like, and again, people get hung up on the wrong Things like, I need you to do social media. We need a social media presence. It's like, fuck you, dude. It's only because you use it personally. That's why right. you want to do it. Yeah. That's not who your your business targets. Right. Yeah. There's a lot of that that people just don't think about it. It's like, will it help you? Will it bring that ROI? Uh, probably not, especially the time that has to go into that stuff, social media in particular. Look, like, so- some of these episodes are helpful. You got data axle out of this. Sometimes it's a little therapy vent session. Yeah. Yeah. I feel I'm good. better. I'm good. You're good? All right. 